0: Yes, Amuna is our future with a good mission focus. That's the class today in the special time that we find ourselves together again. This time, not on a Monday, 3.30, but a Tuesday, 3.30 Israel time in our beautiful studio in Yushalayim, Kodesh. Thank God we're in the holy city of Jerusalem and in the auspices of Rav Shalom Arush, our wonderful holy host. And we had the pleasure to have an awesome class just this week. And I hope you guys check it out with Rav Dovidal Baruch Hashem. I'm just making sure we don't hear me on here. We don't hear me. Yeah, we do hear me. Great. So everything's working. In fact, the Wi-Fi is even better than normal, so it must be a special class we're going to have today to remember our mission, our focus, and what we're here for, that we have a positive, a good mind, a good eye, a good heart, how we view, how we interact, how we do things. So once again, just to remind you, please do check out our Muna class from Ravdovidal um weinberg with dobita weinberg came here sitting right here with a wonderful musician right where i'm at and it was unbelievable the music the energy the soul and not only that obviously Rav shalom orish he was guiding us towards devoted love to be really going beyond ourselves and we invite you again to please send your names to us in all our platforms and specifically email or dm all my details are below you can check it out and all the videos all the posts we do and be in touch, send those names, do that prayer service, 30 minutes a day. That's what Rav is asking. And that's the kind of energy, the positive focus we need to have when we go into a pasture like we are in this week, and also in a time of year, the summertime, as we've gone away already now, the, the light of Shavuos is starting to fade a little bit, the energy of that Mashiach Taka light, that special energy that came down through the light of the Torah and the, the merit of the Torah and also all the holy souls like the David Melech, the Baal Shem Tov, as we spoke in our previous classes. Now we have the opportunity right now in Tafshin Pe'alef in 2021 in the month of June we're already in june i can't believe we're in the summer months to really change the way we view the world and how we experience life because these months these summer months are opportunities especially when we have shlach yeah this pasha is a is a very big signpost of what's needed for us to work on how we need to go ahead in the coming months of Tammuz and av we're finishing off um, with the Chodesh of Sivan, the month of Sivan, a very lit up month, a month before it gets really hot, before it gets really intense. It's a really a climax month of these three previous months where we already mentioned in a previous class of Nisan and Iyar and Sivan are together. They're three tribes, three tribes Yehuda. Um, Zvulin, sorry, Yisoch Zvulin, Yehuda Zv- Zvulin, that's how it's described in B'nei Soscha, and from the Arizo. We have Broch Hashem, three months of Khizak of inspiration, of amuna. And everyone knows we already started off with Rabbi Nachman's Yomilede, a special day, the ten crowns were given to the Jewish people on that day, the beginning of those three months. And as you begin, so does you end. Hopefully, you bring that light from Pesach, from Svira, from Shavuos, You bring it with us through the climax of these three months. But another point is that we're transitioning, and that's really Important when you're making transition, especially in our generation, where we have to be so versatile, where we have to be able to be more flexible than we used to being in the past. The 2021 year is. Cause us to have a tremendous amount of re- renewal. And as W. Y. y. Jacobson spoke so beautifully, when we're standing up against anti-Semitism and all the things that are going on out there, thanks to a nice class put out by friends of ours, friends of Nissen Black as well, Karalbaz, and a few other friends of ours, Victoria and Rudy, we had the opportunity to hear from Rev. Y. y. there needs to be a renaissance a renaissance in the world. Yes, a beginning of refreshment of how the Jewish people are putting ourselves out there, how we're performing in a public space. That We need to renew our voter, renew our inner connection to make sure that we're tuned in. We're really tuned in, especially now, even more so after everything that happened during this year with the Corona challenge, year and a half already. And the fact that I still haven't made it to England. I still haven't made it out of it. But the good news, and this is really good news, really good news happy to share with you my parents everyone should pray for me be meritorious because to do the mitzvah of kibbutz M so i'll be able to honor your parents is not a small thing and i'm praying that my parents next week will be here please god in the holy land and i'll be away with them for one week and then the week after i'll be back um here in the studio but they hopefully will be around jerusalem so maybe you'll even get to meet my father and bring them in, maybe even next week in my own class, when I do it live from wherever I'm having my vacation. I'm going to put up a shorter class in my vacation location and hopefully there I can do a little class. Maybe my father will come in, maybe my son-in-law Nachman will see. It could be fun, but let's let's just wait till what that time is uh, made available. The interesting point is the week after we have the ability to host Jodacy. Jodice is a very special soul. We're going to hopefully bring him in as my weekly conversationalist. Like you see now nowadays, a lot of successful, positive podcasts that we listen to, like Joe Rogan or, um, you know, Excusing the Language, but other than that, You know, Joe Rogan is conversation going on. One of my friends is putting out a podcast, which I was on um, the I think it's called the uh, Jewish something network. And over there, I was there and on that podcast before it really taken place where he brought his father on and now it's become more of a conversation podcast between three get three people, not just two. Um, so I'm hoping to manifest a little bit like that kind of environment that we have here in the Muna class on the Sunday night. We have a guest and it creates energy. So I didn't have to sit here by myself, you know, and if you wanna hear what I've been saying by myself, we've got, thank God, I think almost two years of Muna class, Muna's our future classes that I've uploaded and all the different pastures and different times. And you can go back and also from all my years of teaching before on SoundCloud under the name of Ellie Goldsmith from Midnight Rabbi, There's a lot of content out there, plus my three podcasts I put up. The Birds of Israel one, which is the Moon is Our Future, which is what we're talking about now. And then the Unity Flow podcast, and also the Relationship Flow podcast. So you have a lot of content from me already by myself. It would be nice to include people from, you know, outside, especially Jodice is a very special Neshama. He came to our uh, Muna class a few weeks ago. I don't remember exactly. I'll get the class. and We'll repost it, hopefully. But it was something which was very positive um, to be able to bring him in the studio. He just got married, and it will be interesting to see, like, how it's been, the transition living in Israel now the last few months. uh, He came to us a few times, Shabbos, Pesach, as well as... uh, I've had the opportunity now to be a Hissimcha. This whole week was a wedding and a Shevabachas. And this is a time of year where there's a lot of weddings and Shevabachas, a lot of transition going on, where people are transferring from being a single person to becoming a couple. And that on the inner level, I was speaking to a guy in the car last night, that we understand that when you become a couple, you become one soul. Very important to understand the the combination of of a man and woman, where they seem so different. The amazing thing is that when you're working on the soul level, they truly are one. On the on the neshama, the neshama is one, and that's the beautiful idea of bringing Isha and isha together. It creates the name of Yud K, brings a, a yichud of the shame of Hashem of the the, the Yudke Vavke of the Yudke, the first two letters, and also in the times of intimacy and in the times of putting the ring on the finger. These are all times where the Yudke Vavke is manifest. So we're making big unifications in this time of year with all the marriage and the weddings and all the opportunities for people to come together and rejoice and connect. So we'd like to share a little bit of that energy through Jody and myself I have a conversation between two people now, thank God, who have have another half and are able to, you know be in different times of their life you know he's newly married I'm already 20 years married almost thank God and um, we have the ability to to hopefully get into some interesting issues you guys are welcome to send us what you'd like us to discuss usually I focus like I already have on the Parsha and I will continue this week as well Shlach Lecha what does it mean Shlach Lecha so let's get into it now Shlach Lecha is the idea of shlichus of having a mission so after all that good news we realize we have a mission whatever we're doing in life there's a special shlichus a special mission. Schlach is Lushin to send someone, but it's also to send them as like an agent. Like I'm a booking agent for people like Nissan Black, he's, thank God, he's going to be doing a bunch of shows in the summer. You guys can connect to me. I've got even a female artist, Judith Gerzi, I've got Esther, I've got a lot of artists, thank God, you can go to my list. It's a long list of very talented musicians and speakers and creatives. And obviously, Rav Arish is at the top there with his ability to influence on a weekly level together. We work together, thank God. The idea of being an agent is that you're put in that position, like Chabad do so well, where you're now a shliach. You're now as if the person himself has sent you. So when you become a shliach of Hashem, you have an agent of Hashem, of Hashem Yisprach, the creator of the world. Yeah? He knows exactly what your purpose is, what you're here for, what's going to fulfill you, what's true pleasure, what's going to give you a, a, a real understanding what life's about. He's the key to everything. Hashem is the creator of the world. And you have Him sending you on a mission. So it's a whole different level of what mission and what our purpose is in this life. We've spoken about it a lot the idea of having mission goals and making a mission statement. We've spoken a lot about it in our United Souls course, which is very practical, bringing it down on a practical level. You can see the link below. We're doing another one next week, Tuesday. I'll also be on my vacation time in in, uh, where we're going to be in in the coast of Israel. So I'll do a United Souls course as well. We had the opportunity to discuss this idea of having a mission. But from the Torah itself, the idea of being a shliach is very, very important for all of us to understand that really, it's not just an exclusive group for Chabad who have shlichas, but really it's something we all can do. Everyone in their own level can allow themselves, as the Rav spoke yesterday, or Sunday rather, because we're now on Tuesday already, he spoke about the idea of humility and someone at the uh, Sheberbrochers yesterday spoke, you have to be very, very humble from this week's Parsha. We learn it because it says it was, to- ver- tov ma'od ma'od, the land, the Eretz as is very good. It's not just good, it's very, very good. So we have the blessing to live here and to see, this is another important point of this week's Parsha, to better have the eyesight, the mindset and the heart, the open heart to accustom ourselves to the beauty of Eretz Aswell. Now, I'm not going to deny, I'm going to say a few stories that point out that Eretz Israel as beautiful and deep and spiritual and holy as it is, we're going to also, it's going to come, as it says in the Gemara and you're going to enter into Eretz Israel with a little bit of challenges and suffering. That's part of the process of being in Eretz Israel. And therefore, the challenges as Miraglim um, failed, unfortunately, and hopefully we won't in this generation, we'll return back to Eretz Israel. That we'll be able to see the good We'll see how that land is nourish our Amunah. It nourishes, it gives us encouragement to have more understanding of what Amunah and more wisdom, the way you think about things in eretz Souls. He spoke, I think, in a previous class from Rav Dessler. He said, your mind, it speeds up on a whole new level when you live in the Holy Land. You're able to conceptualize. And you even see this from the startup nation that Eretz-Esser has been called and the high-tech advance advances that we've, we've been blessed with. There's a certain cleverness, that's a gift, it's just by living here, just by living and breathing the air of it as well, it's holiness, even if you're not so tuned into it, it has the power to influence you, just like Shabbos comes every week, everyone, as Shoma Kalibach sang so beautifully, you start to notice there's a new energy in the world, to come Shabbos this, the clouds are the clouds the seventh day of the week, of sh- making a way for Shabbos, that's the whole idea that everything in creation starts making way for Shabbos, and that's the seventh day, and this is the seventh land Eretz as well, there's really six continents surrounding Eretz Israel, and we're in the center, like the inner level, like we've spoken about a room, is the idea of six dimensions. We have right, left, forward, back, up and down. That's six dimensions. And what's the inner level? The inner level is the seventh dimension, which is the idea of Shabbos, of panemius, of inner content. And that's Eretz Israel. Eretz Israel is surrounded by six huge continents. At one point, they were more together at one point, all the different parts of Land, I remember learning this even in geography or in science. But the world at one point was all one landmass. But the idea that it broke apart, whatever, whenever that was exactly, I don't know. But there was a certain time historically. Because remember, with the Torah, we have a different way of measuring time. Because it's, with spirituality added to the equation, it's something that science can't equate at this point. Maybe you'll get there one day and they'll meet together in the middle. But the concept of this six lands or continents surrounding Eretz Israel, which is the center of the world. That's why, as you see on the news or you see wherever you go, everyone's talking about Eretz Israel, the Holy Land, and everyone knows it's important. All the religions, the major religions, know of its importance, and it's historically been hugely important and spiritually, for sure, we know from our books, from our Holy Torah, that the Eretz Israel, the whole world, was created in the center of Yushalayim and the Eben Shisir, which is in the middle of the, where the Temple Mount is, that inside that place is Eben this the stone that Hashem formed all of creation from, and formed the first man and woman, and the whole idea that this this is the center point of all of the energy of all creation so you understand that people right now they're looking you know for for purpose for energy for focus so you come to as soil you feel a different energy a different purpose a different focus and the beautiful part is even though there's more people going to come here at some point because Kibbutz Goliath as there already is so many people who've come including myself the land's going to be Eretzim it's going to spread out and become spacious for everybody so right now while we're in that transition point like I'm saying from from the spring day of the Summer, or from going in the Midbar which is where we are in the past years to try to get to Eretz well which is what Shlach Lecha is all about. Trying to get to Eretz and Devarim is when we're actually in Eretz Sefer Devarim. The next safer in the Chumash is when we're in Eretz well So we're right now traveling in that transition point. And it's also happening spiritually and right now chronologically in our calendar right now, and in a real way, you know, not just in the macrocosm, but in the microcosm, each of us has that decision. Do you want to come live in Eretz Yisrael? We've had that question a few times from Rav Morris. and if you go back to those Muna classes of Aliyah with Shlomo Katz and came up the question many times, and even Rav Ores himself said, I think in the previous class with Melech Kohn, you go look that up, he said very strongly that he would encourage whoever can should come to Eretz Yisrael now, not to wait. And that's from Rav Morris. He didn't want to get into all the details, that's each person will have to ask their own, you know, question to the rabbi. And we can arrange that if you get in touch with our team. That's one of the reasons we put these links underneath so you guys can reach out, directly get a blessing and speak to the Rav somehow or another, through either through myself or through the other people, the other agents of the Rav, literally the shluchim of the Rav. You have the opportunity to connect into that light of guidance, because I, I've, for example, personally met, and I'm going to say a few stories now of my experience of it as well, um, i personally met people that have come to the Rav and they have big businesses in America and they've, they've got a beautiful house, a big mansion and live by the, beach, uh, the sea and they have a boat and they have this and they have that. And they're asking the Rav, will we have blessing if we move there? It's you know, we, we might not have that beautiful house and the mansion and the swimming pool and the and the boat and the, and all the community that we had in our previous location. And uh, we might not have the wealth also because it's financially a struggle here for many people seemingly. So the Rav said, no. He said, this is the place, Rav Sholem Oresh said, this is a place of abundance, of Shefa, of divine abundance. Remember, we spoke about having a mindset of abundance, even during this Corona challenge, to have a mindset that there's a tremendous abundance in the world. There's a tremendous Shefa, so even more so, said Rav Oresh, in Eretz well this is Hashem's land. His eyes, Enei Alecheh, is constantly on this land. For, Achis, Rechis, Hashanah, for the whole beginning of the year, the end of the year, Hashem's eyes are always on this land, always taking direct Hashkacha practices. No angels. There's no agents in between. It's pure connection to Hashem in the Holy Land, and therefore, it's tremendous abundance, tremendous ability of receiving, tremendous light of wisdom, as we already just spoke. But also abundance in physical, in the in the gashmias, in the in the, in your blessing. Eretz Chalav It's a land of tremendous blessing of of. Flowing milk and honey, when well, what that really means, like what the inner honey, the inner milk, the milk that gives blessing, that gives life, not the way the world it Takes every single physical thing. Takes bread, not healthy. Takes milk, not healthy. Takes every kind of food, beans even now nuts, everything's not healthy. That's what that's if you go to all these podcasts, and you start trying to figure out what's nutrition without going to proper nutritionist, you're going to be driven a bit mad because they have figured out how in every single part of food, especially nowadays with all the all the mess up that the science has put into the food, where it wasn't just straight from the ground. But now it's like being played around with. So all the food and it's absorbed all these chemicals, and all this stuff, but it it doesn't it doesn't seem to be healthy. Chickens like filled with hormones and everything, everything you eat is filled up with all this junk and you start to think, well, what's healthy? So the beautiful thing is that if it's direct from Hashem, without all that impurity, it's a, it's a land of abundance. And since the, the children of Israel have been back, B'nai Israel are back in the Holy Land, this land has flourished. That in itself is a wondrous thing that Mark Twain or any of the great writers, when they saw how desolate this land was, and from what it was supposed to be when, when we weren't here. And now we're back here. Anyone nowadays just go and look around. I read in the AMI or the AMI magazine, these vineyards and these high-tech startups and these unbelievable things going on. One of the friends I follow, Hiller Field, he's like who uh, has got like so much going on with the high-tech world. You get to see on his blog so much energy, so much development, so much progression and all the building going on around here and all the development and it's, it's a miracle with our own eyes. The fact we have an iron dome that can protect us from, from you know, without getting any political at all, just talking about the reality of what we see. You know, it's the, that's a very important thing. That people like are giving over, you know, different media points and that's a very important part of having a good mission focus is to right now to block out all these lies and nonsense online, which is trying to black blacken, and I don't mean blacken in a negative way, I mean uh, darken the, the the reality of Israel. So that you have say, someone like my good friend Listen Black, who's right now in the US, what's he thinks saying on his on his Instagram live? How much he misses the Kedusha and the and just even just the the warmth of Eretz in New York. It's miserable weather. He wants to be back in Eretz He's missing He says, uh, the words he used, I'm jealous it Eretz well. Yeah, because he he understood that. His soul woke up when it came to Eretz I remember his first trip. I had the pleasure to host him here, and he was alive. He was, he was excited, and he was all about planning how he's going to get back to Eretz in 2013 or whenever it was when we put on that show in Beit Shemesh. He was excited to come back. And also, on a personal level, when I came here, when I was 18 or even earlier when I was 16, I came here as like a punk teenager, you know, don't mean to be rude about myself, but you know, I wasn't spiritually awake at that point. But there was something going on here, I just felt different, even with the fact that I was playing around, you know, with women, all kinds of things I was doing at that age of 16. And I wasn't so tuned into my soul. But I understood that as much as I was doing a global tour, or the wrong things, but I, I suddenly woke up On an inner level, there's something going on here. I felt by the end of the trip, after being here a month as a teenager, I felt like something like these birthright people that come, they suddenly something touches them here. And I don't know what or how to explain it. I remember when I came back to London, I felt tremendously depressed and deflated, not just for the fact I missed all my friends from the trip, but something inside me, I just felt like I was missing on a deep way. And only when I came back here when I was 18, come back to the Holy Land, and I met with people like I met with real shepherds. I met with holy souls that were in Svats and Safad. And I was in Yushalayim, and I had this opportunity to taste the beauty of Yushalayim and the Khoi and I got to go to wonderful Shabbat, and see, like I said, Eretz is the seventh land and Shabbos is the seventh day and there's a song in Eretz It has a song like the seven notes of a scale. It's a very spiritual experience. I suddenly, as a musician, I bought my guitar when I went on this trip and I came alive musically. I haven't put out much music in the last however many years because my focus has been to help other people with their music. But I came alive and Eretz has that energy in it, that creative energy. And that's my hope on my Unity projects, my Unity Inspires projects, my Unity bookings, to bring together a lot of inspired individuals who live here. A lot of musicians, a lot of souls, a lot of creatives, and thank God Rav Ores has kindly allowed me to, to bring them to his platform with Imuna Class and host them together with you. Like we had, as we mentioned at the beginning of the cast, David Weinberg, such beautiful music, so deep, from such a deep soul. Or Shlomo Katz, who's come out, Aiton Katz, all the other wonderful guests. There's Danil, all our guests who've come and they have such deep souls and have inspired are uh, all our people that connect with us and truth is it needs to be a Muna global. this energy that we're creating Ki si on Aim, the Torah, the life of creativity and truth needs to go out from Aim into the world and that's my hope that we'll be able to experience that on a real level so that people can understand it it will quiet all the negative voices when they see such pure music such pure art such pure uh, aspects of that that everyone on all different levels of age can relate to. That's the power. That's one of my visions I have. Living here in Yerushalayim and I'm writing a book, United Souls, I'm trying to bring together this whole concept personally of how my lo- my soul was lit up. The vision I had of Eric's soul was how wonderful be when all our all the people of the world would dwell together, beautifully, pleasantly. That's the vision I had. I sang that psal. Running along the beach in England, how am I going to get out of here and get back to Israel? How am I going to get back to this holy land that I touched on when I was a teenager a few times? And I did. I made it here, and it's been amazing. You know, it's been a struggle, but it's been an amazing struggle. Struggle inspired. I once made a Facebook page. It still exists. Struggle, struggle inspired. It should realize you're meant to struggle, but do it with inspiration. Do it in the holy land. Make a living here. It's amazing. So, you know, it's funny because in the same week, someone's reached out to me from a place in Savannah if I would be interested in visiting there and maybe even moving there you know checking it out as an option so a big part of me is like there's no way i'm going to do whatever i can to live in Yushalayim. my whole heart's in Yushalayim. i said that to holy rabbis once when i moved back from beitar i used to live in beitar for a bunch of years and i moved back to jerusalem thank god Yushalayim. and i uh, thank god that many years i've been here now again another 3 years and in total I, I think it's over around 18 years or something and yet in, to live in jerusalem it's a big merit with the full 5 years i was in beitar and another year in beit shemesh i had the opportunity to live in this holy place to live here. How could I, and I said to the rabbis, I'll do anything to live here, even though it's hard financially, seemingly. Once again, the rabbis already broke that. He said, no, there's even more abundance. here. There's more abundance, even in Jerusalem, even more so than Israel. And like we once said that the whole of the energy of Jerusalem is going to spread out to the whole of Israel. And the whole of Eretz Israel, the holiness and the wisdom of Eretz Israel, is going to spread out to the whole world. And that's, that's part of what's going to happen when the war of Mashiach comes, the spiritualization of the whole world. It's going to become a very spiritual, but it's all going to come from the center. That's why it's so important that we understand this central point And we learn how to, with a good mission, to get our mission from that central place, from that soul level, and to then go and focus on the good. To realize that there's good. It's tov ma'od ma'od. it's very, very good land. And it's very, you have to be very, very humble. As this Rabbi said yesterday in the Sheva Books of Jodesi, you have to be very, very humble to receive the goodness of this land. And those two things come together. Anyway, I want to finish off our Muna class. As you can see, the message is very clear that we have the ability in our daily life, wherever we are in the world, to tap into the light of Eretz Israel and to understand the goodness, to look good, to not say bad things about this holy place, to not say bad things about the people, to not say bad things about all the politics and stuff, but to focus in on the good. There's so much soul, there's so much wisdom, there's so much... Positivity, so much creativity to be de- developed, and we have to give that space in our heart and our mind to begin developing that, and to do it in a collaborative, unified, united way. That's my purpose. So that's what I'm here with Ravish for. He already is the king of Amuna. Uh, let's say, yeah. Someone quoted a different Rav the other day on a on a on a halakha thing. The king of Amuna. I, I, choose to differ. I think Rav Uresh, if you're going to say anyone's a king of Amuna in this generation it would be Rav Sholom Morish. He's the person who's brought the concept of Amuna to the world more than anyone. And we all have to have appreciation for what he's done and keep helping him in that project. And now it's, it's joined together with love, with Avis as well, with Avis Khinah, with, with complete dedication and self-sacrifice to give over love. And that in itself will give over unity. That will bring the unity, which is my vote of united souls, which is funny how we ended up coming together these last few years, as everything shifted, as we're getting ready for Mashiach to really, really unify everybody. So I really pray to all of you, open yourselves to the good heart, and in the coming weeks we're going to have, just to give us all an update, please God, today we're recording Elias Kosman, Eliezer Kossoy, aka Elion, He's going to come into the studio, we're going to do a class with Ravosh here today, 45 minutes, it will not be live, we'll record it, but we'll put it out there on the live feed as if it's live, and I'll be around... On the post when it goes out, my vacation, hopefully I'll be able to check in just to see what's going on on the Facebook and the YouTube. So if you have any questions, we can get it to the rub. I'll be able to get it to him at some point. And also the following week, big news, we have Nissen Black. Nissen Black is bringing his new podcast, The Deal with NB. That's Nissan Black, Roshi Tavis, MB. The first letter is MB. The deal with MB is gonna be here. Nissen Black himself in the studio. He's thank God he's gone through a big transformation and a health sense. He looks amazing. Like we see could see the pictures online, just check it out. And please God will be Zalkum and All of us to get together for good times, to really enjoy what it means to be. Uh, a, a inspired soul to have struggle inspired to see the good and to do our mission in this world so we can feel fulfilled and come together. This part of Shlach with a Shlichus and Shlach is also Shulchan to come together at our Shabbos tables and to enjoy this what Do our Shlichus when we eat the challah of Shabbos we make l'chaim on the wine to enjoy being in this world to have pleasure in a positive true way and that will be the focus that we have to be able to go into the rest of the summer months that we only see good and positive, and all the negative falls away, and we'll be able to dance together with the binyan by and we'll be able to eat from the zvochim and Psochim, all the kabbonis, all the wonderful treats are going to be coming when mashiach comes. Bemehiv maino, Omain.